0: Welcome to Safety Chats. Host Jason Stark, Director of Safety at Baldwin Safety and Compliance, shares decades of aviation experience and a passion for safety. Let's get started with this week's Safety Chat.
1: Welcome to the Baldwin Safety Chat, where we talk about anything safety management, or aviation safety, or safety in general, or just anything of how we could just maybe we can be a little bit better at our jobs and really understand the impact that we're making in organizations so i was listening to a podcast from farnham street shane Parrish had a guest by the name of justin sua and justin sua is a mental coach <laughs> i know that sounds really hokey but he's a cognitive performance coach basically gets people to think right and think better and and some of the insight to bring into the context of safety management and what we're trying to do in the organization. As safety managers, our job is to run the safety management system. It's also to gather the appropriate information to bring to leadership to make decisions about how to make the organization more safe. If it were just that simple, that'd be awesome. There there's a lot of there's a lot of challenges. Just even in that, you know, getting people to report, rallying people around, doing better in terms of safety, meeting objectives, passing audits, whatever it may be. There's a lot of challenges in that we're just trying to collect the right information to bring to leadership so that they can make appropriate decisions about how to make the organization more safe. In that spirit, Justin brought up a term called goal-gradient effect. Basically, when a person gets closer to reaching their goal, they will exponentially increase their efforts to achieve that goal. I think we've all been there. You know, whether in organizational life or personal life, as we get closer to a goal, we really start bearing down and just really getting at it to do what we can to achieve that goal. Personally, you know, just having finished school, it was when I saw that light at the end of the tunnel, I really, I mean, I just accelerated. I mean, things really started going fast and I started getting stuff done. It was amazing. So what it means is that as we approach what we're trying to achieve, we accelerate in effort. Um, It's because we see that light at the end of the tunnel. Now, I want to pause on that point there just briefly. The goal gradient, obviously, is as you reach that end or you reach that light at the end of the tunnel, you're going to accelerate your efforts. But we have to think about all that time from when we start on our goal, which I would argue is a high moment too because we're all jazzed. It's new. It's something we're going to do. So it's kind of like a hammock, right? In If you're looking at a graph in terms of effort over time, it's like a hammock, right? You you have a lot of effort in the beginning and then you sag down there in the middle and then as the gold gradient effect uh, suggests, your efforts accelerate. The problem is that middle part, the sag. Uh, That's why it's so important to put these milestones or these accomplishments uh, along the way of the greater accomplishment. So you say, yes, I'm almost at this milestone. Keep going at it. Roll up my sleeve's keep going at it, kind of bridge you along until you get to that five milestone, which is the goal completion. When very focused people, a that gradient, they can almost become obsessed. And maybe we've seen that, you know, we're, we're so close that we just zero in on it and everything else goes by the wayside. To bring it to a more pragmatic level, we see this in, in terms of safety management or in terms of just organization when trying to strive for an industry registration like BASC or Isbeo or Wyvern or Argus or one of those other alphabet soup. As it gets closer to achieving that stage one, two, and three in the terms of his Bayo or or achieving that BASC, we really accelerate efforts. The same with our safety objectives. Hopefully you have stated objectives and you're measuring against them. As we zero in on our target, we can probably see the goal gradient effect there as well, that we start accelerating our efforts, that we start working a little harder because we want to hit that line. We want to hit that mark. There is a downside of the goal gradient, which I kind of want to dovetail a little bit into continuous improvement. The downside of this goal gradient is when we have that target, Once we've gone past the finish line, then we tend to take our foot off the gas. We see this a lot in uh, weight loss programs. You're driven, you're hard as nails, and you're you're going at it, starving yourself, keto, paleo, Whole30, whatever you're doing. You hit your weight goal, and then it's like we take our foot off the gas. And I I think we do that in our organizations too. I don't want to say that having those finite destinations is a bad thing. It's great to have safety objectives, and we know this. It's something we want to hit. It's when we look at these objectives or look at the things we do in safety management, But when we look at it as achieving, and that was in air quotes, achieving safety management in the organization, then the downside of the goal gradient could be detrimental. So if we feel like we've arrived at safety management, we've hit that stage three or identified a number of hazards that we feel is enough, whatever it may be. If we have this goal for safety management in general, and then we feel like we hit it, then again, our foot could come off the accelerator and that can be detrimental. We've all been there, especially when it comes to industry audits. In some of the organizations I've been in, some of the organizations I've seen, for example, as an audit or an inspection approaches, the organization will really ramp up its efforts, right? I mean, everybody's like, you know, nose to the grindstone, head down, try to fill out these audit checklists or protocols or or whatever it may be. They're really coordinating to get things in shape, you know, make sure everything's accounted for. And they're doing this in in fury, right up to almost the date of the audit. But they're accelerating as that audit gets closer. And then once the audit is over and the corrective actions are completed and implemented or approved, and the certificate is handed over to the operation, we let the ass off like we've won a match or we've won a game let everything go you know, it's like, oh, I can breathe now. It's done. We're certified. We have the certificate, so we must be good. So that means I can relax. And I think we know that's not the case, or I should say that should not be the case. Because when we want to achieve true excellence, and I'm not talking only in safety management. I'm just talking about in the organization, the flight department as a whole. If we want to achieve true excellence, we have to understand it's going to be work. It's going to be hard. It's probably going to be long. We're going to have to be in it. And I don't want to. Pay Paint a bad picture. But there's a lot of times too, especially with things like safety management, that people underestimate how hard it's going to be and how long it's going to take. Let's say, for example, like we bought a software system and we have a manual and just put it out there, as Justin Sue said, we 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 can't just put it on a t-shirt and say, we've got safety management now, or we've got a safety culture now. We can't do that. It's not a quick thing. We have to see this as a system in which we're creating longevity. It's the systems that we build, the safety management system and the systems we build in an organization, they have to be understood for longevity so that we can keep going further and further and further down that road. And I know this probably sounds really familiar uh, with a podcast that we had just a little bit ago about Simon Sinek and uh, the Infinite Game, but it's this idea saying that, hey, we don't have the short-term high-intensity goal. We are in it for the long haul. That's where I think continuous improvement really segues nicely into. And that's what continuous improvement is about. It's not like an objective. Objectives can be a part of continuous improvement. This notion of continuous improvement is this eyes on the horizon, that we're going to continue improving, that we're not done, that we're in it for the long haul. If we can, as safety managers, not only say to ourselves, do a little bit of priming in our organization as well with our leadership. We say, okay, I'm ready for the long haul. I'm not just going to win today. I'm going to win for the long haul. I'm going to keep trying to make wins. I'll have setbacks, but I'm going to keep trying to make wins for the long haul. I'm not winning the match. I'm winning the entire situation. Again, this is something that is near and dear to me because I see especially safety managers really digging in, giving it 120% and burning out. Busted my butt for the last three months and I got 10 findings on my safety management system. I'm done with it. Believe it or not, those findings are actually part of the continuous improvement process. We have to, again, prime ourselves. It's that priming that's important. Getting our mind straight ahead of time and saying, I'm going to be in it for the long haul. I'm not just going to win today, or I'm not just trying to win today, but I'm trying to win for that long haul. A quote from Seth Godin that reminds me what you are all doing out there. He says, if you've got something that benefits from use, from practice, and from community, then use it, and share it. I think that is that is so incredibly important because we have skills, um, and we have to have skills, especially in continuous improvement. Personal level or on the organizational level, if we've got something with ourselves or with the organization that benefits from use, from constantly using it and refining it, whether it be our culture or our drive for safety whatever it is it's something that benefits from use we should use it and continue to use it and share it and share it with the industry so that's all i got and i hope this was at least you know thought provoking and get you thinking you know this isn't this isn't a short term game uh, this is this is a marathon not a sprint we'll be here the whole time i mean we'll be running it with you as long as you'll let me run it with you again i just want to thank you all for what you're doing out there and helping everybody come home at night in the organization save assets. Again, thanks for listening. If there's anything, any comments that you have on the podcast, drop me a line or anything that you want to hear about, anything you want to talk about, drop me a line. And I look forward to seeing you on the next pod. Thanks guys. Stay safe.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Baldwin Safety and Compliance, the leader in safety management for the transportation industry. Since 2004, Baldwin has been providing state-of-the-art solutions and 24-7 support to the aviation and transportation industries. Baldwin's clients include all sizes and types of transportation operators. Baldwin provides safety and related business services to commercial and non-commercial transportation operators, medical transporters, FBOs, MROs, airports, flight schools, UAS operators, firefighters, OEMs, ground transport operators, and others. Visit baldwinsms.com to discover how Baldwin can enhance your organization's safety program.